Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Are the Florida Gators closer to hiring a head coach? And the latest college rankings are out. A little bit of a surprise there. That's all coming up on this episode of the Rick and Tom podcast. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We are Tom Jones and Rick Stroud, Tampa Bay Times. Our producer is Steve Verstick. Rick, we're talking college football on this podcast. I always get a little pep in my step when we talk college football. What is it about college football? I was talking to somebody in our office the other day, and just the experience of college versus NFL, clearly the NFL is a better product because they're professionals. But what is it about college football, man, that I I could spend all day Saturday watching 15 games after about three or four hours of NFL football, I'm tapped out. Yeah, I mean, I think especially this year, and I've always kind of been a college football fan, but not not as rabid as, as this season. It just seems as though, you know, uh, anyone can beat anyone, and I'm not sure that's always been the case. Alabama screws it up for everybody because no one's no one has beaten Alabama, right. but Mississippi State came pretty damn close to it. Yeah, they um, did. So I I just think you know the games. Uh, you're, you're talking about 18 to 22 year old kids from week to week. You don't know. Uh, their emotions are such that you don't know who's up, who's down, and um, and sometimes in the same game you can get two different halves. It's it's just been really exciting, and um, you know I think I think it's also you know important for college football too to have some of the the bigger brands be good. You know I, I know Notre Dame got throttled last week. I think Miami coming back um, into the mix is 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 good for college football. And uh, and then of course you know the Big Ten has just been interesting how they all just knock each other off, especially yeah. in that one division. Except in the other division, Wisconsin's undefeated. So it's just been a great year for college football. I mean, I, I you know the games have been terrific, and um, and and there's more drama to come. I always made the case that college football is so great because, and I like the format of like the fewer teams you have in the playoff, the better off it is. I think because I, I've always been a big believer that the fewer playoff teams you have, the greater the regular season becomes. I've actually heard people make the argument actually that makes the regular season less significant because you'll turn on a, this weekend there'll be you know whatever thirty games on. You can literally find thirty games, I bet, on a Saturday, sure. and probably twenty-two of them have really no impact on a national championship. Those teams right. are not playing for anything. And yet, yeah. I'll sit down and I'll watch Iowa play Northwestern. I'll, but I don't know that I'll watch a bad NFL game, you know? that's I don't know. There's something about college football that just – it's still – there's still something really cool about it that even if you're out of it, like, it's still relevant to me. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, also – you know, with the NFL, it seems to be a, more of a regional type sport. And what I mean by True. that is, is like you have to have some attachment to a particular team um, for the most part. I mean, you can be an NFL fan, but you're usually a fan of one team. You know, in uh, in college football, you know, you may have gone to one of the Big Ten schools, but you're interested in all the Big Ten games. Right. And it's, it's just, you know, divisions in the NFL. I mean, you, yeah, you're going to watch New Orleans, Atlanta, and Carolina. That's it. <laughs> yeah. um, it's Woo-hoo, not quite. NFC the, South. Woo-hoo. Yeah, NASCAR <laughs> division. It's not really quite the same as, as yeah. you know, hey, Michigan, Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, Wisconsin. You know, so if you're if you're a fan of one of those teams, you have, 
you know, these these rivalries with usually more than one team in that conference. So you really either hate a team, you want to see them lose every week, or there's more, I think, of an emotional attachment. Um, even if you didn't go to school there, even if you just grew up, you know, yeah. um, rooting for Ohio State or rooting for Michigan, I think I think you still have sort of this, um, you know, this interest in all the games of that conference. You know, what's funny too, and I don't know, I don't know why this is because it shouldn't be this way. But when you think of like the the brutality of football, the NFL, and you think about things like concussions and what a dangerous sport that is, they're playing the same hard football at the college level, and and yet. For for whatever reason, like the ugliness of football, you don't see it as much. You don't think, maybe you don't think about it as much in college football. I don't know why that is. You're guys in college started. You're well, guys, started. Guys in college get concussions. You know what I'm You're, saying? But oh yeah, they, oh yeah, they do. But we don't talk about it like we talk about no, it. No, because they got a hundred players, Tom. Is that they got a hundred players and no one cares? Yeah, you don't see the guy after he gets so dragged. It's a off bad the thing. Field. It's a horrible thing. They're exploiting these guys. You get, you get me started. Get me wound up again. <laughs> no, um, I don't mean they, to get you wound up, but one I'm just saying. Thing, one other are we thing, just oblivious? Have... I mean, that's shame on us. Yeah, then, you don't you don't pay attention to it, uh, and and you know they don't have a union. Um, they're not negotiating anything. There's never going to be a strike. You know, um, college football is a you know it's one sided enterprise. <laughs> yeah. So you know you you definitely in college football you definitely root. You know, for the name on the front of the jersey more than you do the back, because right. every four years you got a new team anyway. So, you know, it's a coaches' league. Um, you know, it's the Wolverines, it's the Buckeyes, and we don't care who's in those helmets. I guess you can play. I guess you could. I, people do play fantasy football with college players. They just don't. You don't hear about it. You don't. That's a, not, again, that's not a thing like it is with the NFL right. where people play fantasy football. Let's talk about the Florida Gators job. I mentioned we'll get into the college rankings because there are some surprises. And I got a team. I'm telling you right now, there's a team that's that's lurking that's going to get into the Final Four. No one believes me, and I'm telling you, they're going to no, get not. there. No, I'm telling not. you, they will. We'll tell we'll tell everybody who that is in just a few minutes. But let's talk about the uh, the Gator situation. Rick, word comes out now that they are vetting Chip Kelly. Now you would expect them that they're that doesn't mean they're hiring him, but it but it means he's on the list. And I don't think we should be surprised by that. When McElwain was fired, that was the first guy I threw out there, Chip Kelly. Are you surprised at all that that Florida is at least getting to the point where, okay, let's let's dig into him a little bit and see where Chip Kelly is as far as uh, is can he come back? Can he coach? Would he want to coach? They're checking him out. Yeah, they have to. And and no, I'm not surprised because of the of the various candidates or possible candidates that have sort of been speculated with Florida, he's the one guy that's not coaching. He can talk to him right now, right? Um, and so you know he's at ESPN, and th- there is some, there is some background they have to absolve. I mean, the SEC. I think if if you're going to hire a guy like Chip Kelly because of the things that were lingering with the NCAA, you at least have to talk to the commissioner. Yeah, it's uh, a show at some cause point. thing. Yeah, yeah, but I, I think you know he, here's the thing, and you know clearly he's not the only candidate, and he might not even be their favorite candidate to be honest with you because. You could hire Chip Kelly yesterday. You could have had him a week ago. Um, There's nothing preventing you from negotiating with with his agent from any of that. Uh, The only thing that's preventing it is that they've said that they don't want to interrupt anybody's current active season. Uh, And we're talking mostly, I think, about Scott Frost. Mm -hmm. Now, that's that's not to suggest that Scott Frost in no way knows that Florida's interested in him because... I assure you, the friend of the friend is going to go through, you know, channels and say, "Yo, dude, before you sign with Nebraska after the final game with UCF, make sure you talk to the Gators." 
Um, and that's just the way that the game is played. But they at least publicly, and I guess somewhat privately, um, have decided to you know let these other folks finish their season. Um, so I I don't know whether to get like you know they may they may wind up with Chick Kelly. My guess is he's not their first choice. Um, for the very reason I said, if he was, they'd have hired him. Um, and I just think that, you know, they, they have their eyes on a number of people and, you know, he, he may wind up being their coach, but, um, I, I just get the feeling he's not, he's not their number one. Yeah. I mean, it would seem so. I, although I, I would, I don't know if they've interviewed him yet. I don't. I doubt that has gotten that far, and they might want to wait until the end of the season. I don't know that anybody else is banging on Chip Kelly's door yet either. There's some jobs open now. Tennessee's going to come oh, open. Tennessee's open. Yeah, it's, a, it's open. a matter of time. Somebody's going to yeah. bang on his door. And then, and then all of a sudden, some dominoes start falling. If Willie Taggart leave, we'll say we're to leave Oregon, and Oregon's open again. That yeah. a lot of things could change over over the course of a couple of months. But I'm all in on Chip Kelly, man, and. I want to ask you about Scott Frost because you've been banging the drum for Scott Frost and he may be great, Rick. He really, he really might be good. I just, they're here. I have a, a little bit of a fear about Scott Frost and that is he's coached 22 games as a head coach and he went six and seven and he's off to a good start this year. I, I, why are we so convinced that he's, he's the go that he's the guy. What if he Skip Holtz? Skip Holtz was a really good coach at East Carolina, and then he came to USF and he couldn't do anything, and now he's back at whatever he is, Lafayette, Louisiana Lafayette or whatever. I guess at some point, Rick, if you're going to go with Scott Frost, it's going to have to be a leap of a little bit of a leap of faith. No, no. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I know what you're saying. He's a young guy, but you know, last I checked, people like young, achieving former quarterbacks who have a background at the Oregon offense and you know, is has done great things at a place like Central Florida, which, by the way, I think they won one game a couple years ago. And who they beat? And they're winning seven games now, beating the likes. No, of he East, took over East a Carolina. team. He, he took yeah, over. But I'm a team. saying, but they're, they're, who are they beating? They're beating other. Like, they're beating the teams on their schedule. East, who did East Willie East Taggart Carolina. beat? Who did Willie Taggart beat before I, he got the Oregon job? I don't think Willie Taggart was any great shakes. I'm surprised Oregon hired him. Well, so am I, but I, I'm just telling you, like, this happens all the time. You're always looking, you know, I mean, if you want to take it to the NFL level, Sean McVay was never a head coach in the National Football League. Why would you want Sean McVay? Well, Sean McVay has the Los Angeles Rams in first place in the NFC West. And last year they were a disaster and their quarterback couldn't get out of his own way. You just have to know what you know. And, and I think that... I think but I for, knew Skip Holtz was the, the guy. I knew that Skip Holtz, and he turned out he wasn't the guy. You should have been the AD. <laughs> well, maybe. I mean, but everybody liked that hire when they hired Skip Holtz. It was, no, U, it's, no, it's USF now. Come on. Well, but still, they hired a guy, and they moved up, and, and he was supposed well, to be Well, Taggart was from Western Kentucky. He moved right. up, too. But, that, right. I, again, there's a difference between there's – a, there's just a big difference between, to me, Skip Holtz going to USF and a Scott Frost who's absolutely going to get a job at Nebraska or someplace in a, in a Power 5 conference. It's just a big difference. Well, what about, I can't explain okay, it. I just well, know hey, it when I, I see it. Here, I'll give you a guy. I'll give you another. That's what I'm saying. You, it's a leap of faith. Urban Meyer. I'll, I'll give you an example. Urban Meyer was a great example of what you're talking about. Urban Meyer sure. was a young coach who went from Bowling Green to Utah and then mm -hmm. made the next step to Florida and is arguably one of the top five coaches in college football history you could make right. a case for. And it doesn't and that, always work out, though, because the guy that Florida just fired had a very similar well, resume. That's what I'm saying. You had a guy in Jim McElwain 
who, I mean, he might not be as good looking as Scott Frost or be as cool as Scott <laughs> Frost, but he, you know, he had the resume was actually probably better than Scott Frost when he arrived here. So, I mean, he, he had a pretty successful career as a coordinator in Alabama, went on Colorado State, did a good job yeah. there. I don't, I'm just, everybody's so in love with Scott Frost. And, I, and I, I'm not, I'm not saying he's not going to be a good coach. And I'm not saying he's not Florida's number one choice because I think he might be. But, Man, I just I wonder if we're getting a little ahead ahead of ourselves here in, in pro- proclaiming that Scott that Scott Frost is going to be the next Urban Meyer. You well, look, seem to be I mean, nice. you can go one of two ways. You know, you can get a guy. You can, you can certainly get a Chip Kelly. Like I said, if they really wanted him, they could hire him now. Um, but sometimes second acts don't work either. You know, sometimes guys you know have this great career, name the school in this case Oregon. Um, you know, dabble in the NFL, go back and and you know, I mean. There was a time when Rich Rod was hot in Michigan. Now he's in Arizona. I'm not saying he's doing bad, but he's not winning national championships. No. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of ways to to kind of to kind of analyze it. And what really matters is 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 what do people in that business say about his ability to teach and and recruit and 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 get the most out of his players? And does he have a a proven system? And you know, can he communicate? And is he good with boosters? And you know, there, there's a lot to that job. Um, I think energy is a big part of it, you know? Sure. Is, is sure. Chip Kelly going to bring a lot of energy to the University of Florida? He'll bring an offense. He'll bring a system. He's not the most dynamic guy. He means milk toast on the sidelines. I don't know what he's like in a booster meeting. I'm don't. not that enamored with him as a broadcaster. No. Um, you know, but there, I know there, he lost seven games in four years or whatever it was. That is Oregon. true. I like and, that a lot. You, you got to like that, but he's already he's already been there, done that. You know, I, I mean, I don't know. Is is he going to be as as motivated coming back to college football, having tried the NFL, um, having sat out a year? Is this really what he wants to do? Because when he was at Oregon, he wanted to go coach in the NFL. That's a great point. You had, that's a fair point to make, Rick. That I don't know that he's not going to have a wondering eye as soon as he gets to Florida. Whereas Scott Frost, I mean, I could see Florida being a destination job for him. I Correct. mean, he could he could sit there and, and coach there for 15, 20 years if he wants to, if if he has enough success. And just what is his what is his energy level? You know, when I say yeah. that, I mean he's been through a lot of experiences, right? Mm-hmm. Way up in Oregon, wanted to try the Eagles, some success, then got unceremoniously dumped, had a bunch of problems with players, mm-hmm. um, which they got rid of, and then it, it ended up costing him his job. Then he goes to San Francisco, takes a grab bag job that was an absolute dumpster fire, Right, gets gets canned in one year there. You know, this is a guy has got some scars, as Lovey yeah. Smith would say. Right. Although, you know, I'll, t- I'll give you a guy that it's not exactly the same because – but I mean, Jim Harbaugh was a guy, you know. He coached in college, took turned around a pretty bad Stanford team, and turned him into something. Then went to the NFL and had a lot of success in the NFL, more than Chip Kelly had. And then went back to college again, you know, now back to his home school and right. you know, the place where you know it's a pretty um, damn good program. I mean, you're going to Michigan, and that's that's you know the yeah, land but Michigan, of Michigan, Florida, eh, you know, it's one six one half dozen the other as far as I'm concerned. True, but it meant were, something to Harbaugh. That's Chip Kelly has point. no ties to the University of Florida that I'm aware of. Right. You know, now, if, not... you're, if you're Scott Frost, let me ask you this. He's, everybody's going to come after him. And that also tells me that 
as you just mentioned a few moments ago, when everybody's beating on your door, then everybody must know something. You must be pretty good at what you're doing if, if you got five or six schools banging mm-hmm. on your door. Three schools are going to come after him. Tennessee's going to come after him. Florida's going to come after him. And Nebraska's going to come after him. And that's yep. where he's from, Rick, and that's where he went to, that's where he went mm-hmm. to school. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how much pull that has for him. I don't know if it has the same pull on him that it had to Jim Arbaugh, you know, had towards Michigan. But of those three jobs, I think Florida's by far the best job. I would agree, but um, you you know you raise a good point because you know if Arkansas State calls me today, I'm there, baby. <laughs> um, no, but there is there is a sort of mama called. You know what I'm saying? And sure. look, if he doesn't take Nebraska, he still has to go back to that state, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he may have to play him one day. And there's going to be some hurt feelings. I mean that that's pressure. You know what I'm saying? If yeah. if you're you were the quarterback of that program. Uh, you went on and cut your teeth coaching in, the, in in college football, and now you have an opportunity because Mike R- Riley's going to get fired. So if if that's true, that that you know that's an opportunity for him, and he doesn't take it, you better have a really good reason, like millions of reasons, if you know what I'm saying. I mean, this thing's yeah. going to get into a big bidding war. I mean, he stands to make a ton of money and get an enormous contract because I think you're right. I think he's going to have the opportunity to go back to Nebraska. I don't think he's going to give them a hometown discount, and I think Florida's going to get the price tag run up on them pretty good. You're probably right about that, which might be a reason why their word sort of leaked out, like, hey, we're looking at other people. We're looking at Chip Kelly. We're thinking sure. about somebody else, too, you know, just to let everybody know that. Well, you got to have a plan B, right? Yeah, absolutely. I don't know what their plan C would be, to be honest with you, if Scott Frost and Chip Kelly both. Don't tell me it's Willie Taggart. I don't. I Thank you. You know what? I'm with you on that. Because I don't want here's to- what I just – listen, I, when I met Willie, I liked Willie, okay? Mm-hmm. And then and then he left USF, which was fine. It seemed odd to me. The Oregon thing didn't seem like a great fit, but he recruited a bunch of Florida players out there. They've not done that well, okay, in his first year. Um, some things happen, if you recall, with the, the whole conditioning and, and yeah, some yeah. of the statements that were made. I didn't like it. Um, you know, I, I don't go for that kind of thing, um, you know, cause I think it's a dangerous thing to do with all, all the, the problems with dehydration and things like that. I mean, we're not the junction boys anymore. Uh, and then, and then I, this would what would bother me. You want someone else's coach who has been there one year. Why is it they would ever let him go? If he was all that, if they, they went out and they, they went to USF and hired this guy and and got rid of their coach to hire Willie Taggart, and they're okay with him leaving after one season? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash achieve today. And all his coaches that they hired as well that they probably still owe money to? Uh, Ah. Yeah. (laughs) I'd be a little nervous. I'd be a little nervous about that if I was Florida. And I don't think that name goes that far just because he coached at USF. I'm not sure why Oregon was so hot after him. I, I guess because he's a good recruiter and all, and they and they, But boy, he pretty limited success at at USF. I, I would have liked to. Have oh, seen they went eleven to, and one. I know, but one year. 
Like let's yeah, and, well, but it was steady at growth, wasn't it? And then this yeah, year they damn near went undefeated. It was, but it was. It's not like he put together several years. It's, he, I, see, my How thing he is stayed though. Yeah, well, but you didn't know that then. I I get a little nervous about when you get look. He re, he recruited. He gets credit for this. He he recruited Quentin Flowers and Marlon mm-hmm. Mack, and he had yeah. those guys. I don't know if he recruited recruited Mack or not, but anyway, he had those players and. I would like to see. I want to see what USF is going to be like a year from now, you know, after Flowers is gone. Well, that'll yeah. that won't be on Willie Taggart. That'll no, be it on... won't be. But my point is, if I, if I'm a program out there looking for a head coach, I get boy, guy has a special player. I'll, I'll give you another example, James Franklin. I think James Franklin's done a nice job at Penn State. I want to see what they do next year when Saquon Barkley's not there anymore and when Trace McSorley's not there anymore. It's I think you could have one recruiting class where you could go through and, and really get something special. But the great coaches are the guys that that can do it for three or four or five, six seasons in a row. And boy, Willie just struck me. That was a quick hire. Uh, he he went from Western Kentucky to USF to Oregon in like a minute and and I was surprised that he that he went that quick. And I don't blame him. He was here three I think he years, jumped three to go or four there. years? Was it three or four years he was here? He was uh I would say four. I want to say yeah. he was here four years. Yeah, that's, yeah. You know. But only one real like only one year. Nobody was banging on his door until he went eleven and one. And then everybody went That'll crazy. That'll do it. Well one team went crazy. <laughs> Oregon. No, no, you're right. You're That'll right. do it. Um, here's another scenario. Let me throw another scenario out here, Rick, that, that sort of made a rumor mill, and I don't know if the, how much there is behind it, talking about another coach in, in, the, in the state, and that's Jimbo Fisher, that if Texas A&M were to blow out Kevin Sumlin, and that seems like that could be a possibility at this point, that they would make a big run at Jimbo Fisher. And Jimbo, maybe just because he's a little irritated that he got jumped by a fan, after having the first losing season, after having a bunch of great seasons, including a national title, might think about, you know what? You're not going to appreciate me here. I'll go somewhere else. And could you see that any scenario of that happen? Or is this just a stupid rumor? Um, I think Texas A&M will be interested in him. I think it's much easier to steal a guy, you know, or, or probably smarter if you can get a guy that's got a national championship to come to your place. Um, I don't think it'll happen, but Jimbo has been known to be wanted and, and courted before. Mm-hmm. And it usually winds up with him staying right where he is and getting some kind of a contract extension <laughs> through 2097. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I, there is one program, though, that I don't know what's going to happen to Ed or Jerome up there in the yeah. LSU. If LSU lost, you know, if they did something with Orge, mm-hmm. that would be the one place I could almost see uh, Jimbo jumping to. Now, you know, are you better off in the SEC, really, with, you know, Saban still there and, um, you know, okay, well, Saban's still there. <laughs> well, no, you still and, – and, uh, I mean, look, it's a tough it, – it's But it's SEC. a tougher league. I, right. I think it's – I still think it's a tougher league. You know, Miami's resurgence notwithstanding and Clemson having its run, yeah. I, I still think that, you know, most years if you're FSU and you don't get your quarterback hurt in the first week – um, you can make it to the ACC championship game, and then if you win that, you got a good chance of being in the national championship playoffs. So, I, I think Jimbo knows how to get there from Tallahassee. I, I don't know that in A and M. Look, it's not even the number one team in Texas. Um, so, and he talks way too fast for Texas. In my opinion. <laughs> Texans kind of talk slow, don't they? They do. But, uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing I'd say about Jimbo. If you if Jimbo would leave Florida State because he didn't like the way he got treated after a game because a fan said something, I got news for you, Jimbo. You go to Texas A&M. There's two things they got going. It's Texas, and they're crazy about football, and it's mm-hmm. still the SEC. 
And it may not be Alabama or Georgia, but don't tell Texas A&M people that. So you think that you got pressure at Florida State. Wait till yeah. you get – because Kevin Sumlin's not been a bad coach. I actually no. like Kevin Sumlin. And they're going to run him off. Uh, I'm with you. I think Jimbo stays at Florida State unless the LSU job were to come open. And then I think, again, that's a, you know, a pool of home, and that's something I think he'd think End about. of the day, though. The end of the day. I think he stays right where he's at in Tallahassee, and I think I he think co- so he wants to prove that this was, you know, again, a blip on the radar screen. I mean, they didn't have a quarterback to step in that had played, right. and for whatever reason, the rest of the team didn't help the kid, but they really fell down. They fell down hard, and I think he's all too eager to – and let's face it, you know he has a good recruiting class, and all these guys that, that had to play this year, including his quarterback, are going to be better, so – They'll be back. Don't worry. Florida State will so. be back. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. The college football rankings are out, Rick, and uh, I'll give you the top five. Tell me if you have any issue with any of them. Oh, Alabama, I got issues. Oh, I Alabama, got issues. Alabama, number one. Clemson, number two. Miami, number three. Oklahoma, number four. Wisconsin, number five. Mm. You just said it. Wisconsin, five? When you say Wisconsin, you said <laughs> it all. Yeah, I think uh, – Look, Wisconsin's going to make it if they go undefeated because Clemson and Miami have to play each other, right? So they're right. they're sitting there in the top four, and and one of those teams is is going to get knocked down in the ACC championship. So um, whether it's a you know the game of the century and it's thirty five thirty four, and they think wow, both these teams are great, let's keep them there. Yeah, right. That's right. always a possibility. Um, you know, I'm not surprised that Wisconsin's five. Uh, number six, however, is Auburn, and that's going to be quite an Iron Bowl this year at Auburn. It is. It's I mean, be I really, really think, based on what I saw Mississippi State do to Alabama, I think mm-hmm. it's a really good chance. Auburn, Auburn's offense is playing better. Alabama's got injuries on linebacker. Depending on how healthy they are, I, I think in a uh, what is it in a week? I think Auburn could get them. Auburn um, that game's that game's at Auburn too. So so then you have a two loss Auburn team, a mm-hmm. one loss Alabama team. Um, to contend with. And, you know, who knows what happens with Oklahoma. The Big Ten is still way unsettled because I'm not sure Wisconsin's going to beat Michigan this week. And then I'm really not sure that they're going to end up beating Ohio State uh, or whoever comes out of the other division. So, yeah. Um, I'm telling you right now, you just mentioned the team. I'm telling you, Rick, nobody no, wants. No, no. Ohio State will get into the college playoff. No. Right yes, it's going to happen. No. It will absolutely happen. And I know nobody wants to hear it. I hate it. <laughs> Everybody hates it. We've had enough of Urban Meyer. But here's Come on, the man. Thing. They lost. They, they gave up fifty. I know. Fitty. They got fitty hung on them by Iowa, who couldn't score against Wisconsin except for pick sixes. Are you kidding me? Here's the scenario. Just just play out, and then you tell me who the fourth team is. Okay. I'm I'm going to give you the scenario. Alabama wins out the rest of their games. They win out the rest of their games. They beat Auburn. They win the SEC championship against Georgia. There. So all, Alabama would be in, correct? And then let's say Miami. Let's see my let's say Miami wins out, and they they beat Clemson in the ACC championship game. Miami's at that point undefeated. They're in. They're obviously in. Clemson at that point has two losses, including one to Syracuse, which is going to turn out to be a bad loss. So I think at that point they're out. I don't think you get a a two loss Clemson is not in at that point. And then Oklahoma say Oklahoma wins out. They're they they get in, and Ohio State wins out and beats everybody, including Wisconsin. Who who's your who's your fourth team? Because at that point Auburn's got a third loss because they will have lost to Alabama. Mm. Georgia would have lost a second time to Alabama. 
So I, I'm looking around. I'm like, I don't, I can't even find a fourth team. That's the problem. The only way that Ohio State gets shut out of this thing, maybe, is if Clemson and Miami played this just like you, as you mentioned, just this epic, epic game, game yeah. where it's like, wow, I, you know, how could you deny either one of those teams? It's Clemson kicks a field goal, a 50 yard field goal to win 39-38 at the buzzer. But uh, shy of that, I'm looking at it. And I'm saying, unless the only other team that could somehow come out of nowhere, you know, sort of off the top turnbuckle is, is maybe a Southern Cal. Maybe they, they, somebody from the, there's going to be a two loss pack pack 12 team. There's no doubt about that. Um, I don't think Notre Dame has the juice to get back. No, they're done. Um, because that was devastating. They've lost twice, you know, and, 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 then, not, and so, then, you so, know, and they have no conference championship to win, you know. Right, and if Oklahoma wins, they're in. So, yeah, there is there is a path. It's it is possible. I don't think it's likely, but it's possible. I suppose. I don't know. Then, I, I I tell you what. I might in that scenario, I might take a one loss Miami team if if it's a good game against Clemson. I just might. Right. See, that's what I'm saying though. But if Miami wins out, which they very well could. Right. Be, well, well, be, yeah. Clemson you, would have two losses. Yeah. Then Clemson has two losses. Right. And but people say, well, so does Ohio State. But here's the difference: Ohio State's a two loss team with a conference championship, whereas Clemson's a two loss team without a conference championship. That's right. That's and right. And that's I'm just telling you, Matt. It's just like Ohio State. It's well, just the way it works. That's why Michigan needs to pound them. <laughs> um, and Jim Harbaugh needs to win that game anyway. But you know, and look, I. I don't think I've watched Wisconsin all year. They can't. They're not very good on offense, but I don't know that Ohio State is going to score that many points against them. And so I, for the, you know, like last year, the, that Penn State game, we watched it together. It was crazy. It's like Wisconsin yes. put thirty in the first half. Penn State put up thirty-four in the second, or something <laughs> yeah, like that. Right? Yeah. It was nuts. It was like two two completely different games. But I really don't think this is a great Ohio State team. I, I think they have. I flaws. don't either. But uh, but they also like Rick like you talk about how, how many points they can put up. Penn State had a pretty decent defense coming into that game, and they tore through Penn State like a hot knife through butter in the second half of that game. Yeah. And and so that's why I can't figure out. You have okay, you have Ohio State barely beats Penn State, should have lost that game. Michigan yeah. State beats Penn State, and then Ohio by, by a field goal, and then Ohio State goes out and lays forty-two to three yeah. on Michigan State. Mm-hmm. And then you got on the other end, you got Penn State beats Iowa on the last play of the game, and then Iowa goes out. And kicks the stuffing out of Ohio State. And then Wisconsin have, kicks <laughs> kicks uh, Iowa pretty good. Right. So I have no idea what to make of the Big Ten. I don't know who's any good or who's not. But I do know that that pedigree matters. And those college football playoff people, they love them some Ohio State. Well, and you know why. And let's just call it what it is. Because, people, if you think this is about rankings, it's not. It's about ratings. It's about who travels. It's about brand. And the brand of Ohio State is going to trump a lot of those teams you're talking about, and that's that's you know they're trying to make money, they're trying to get television ratings, they're trying to um, you know get alumni to go, and, and and it is all about the big schools, and Ohio State certainly would fit that. And here and they also have some history on this, Rick, because remember there was a few years ago they had no business getting in. Everybody sure. said they're not going to get in the playoff. Then they go to the to the Big Ten championship. And won mm-hmm. like what fifty nine nothing or something like that, right? And they're like, okay, we got to put them in now. And they put them in, and then they win the damn thing, you know. So, which is why I think they should expand it because I think, like the NFL, mm. you can be a wild card team and it, you could still be the best team if you even if you're the last seed and and rip through the playoffs and end up winning a Super Bowl. You could do that in the NCAA. I I don't think necessarily that. I mean, for the most part, four teams seems like enough, right? But 
I don't think it's always a foolproof system that there isn't a better a team that's playing better that could get hot in the in the, in the playoffs if they were expanded. Oh uh, uh, yeah, no, I, I understand the call for it. And I understand the there's a, a lot of money. money to be made, and I think that's mm. why it's eventually going to happen. But look, I, I'm talking to someone who who sort of half roots for Penn State here and there, and Penn State certainly would have benefited last year. Oh, and yeah. I actually think Penn State would benefit it from this year. I just don't like adding a bunch of teams to it. I, I, I think it's for – because here's the thing. We're talking about adding more teams this year, not because there are so many great teams, but because we can't find four good enough teams. You know, it's almost nah. – we're, we're making it bigger because we, we can't find the four that we really like, you know? I think you can find four you like. I just don't think you can agree on them. I mean, I think those are all good teams. And, and you know, the daisy chain thing doesn't work because everybody beats everybody, especially in the Big Ten. But I, I still think those are all good, worthy programs. I'm not – Look, I'm not even I'm not even sure Penn State, you know, given even given their you know, two losses, I'm not sure that there's that many teams that are better than Penn State. I agree. Even today. Right. Um, and I and, and, I, and I, you know what? And I would love to see Saquon Barkley in a national playoff. I just would. And we're not going to get to see that because they have two losses. Hey, one thing before we go, Rick, I'm going to throw this out there. And you mentioned Saquon Barkley, and I I want to get your thoughts on this. I brought this up to somebody the other day, and they looked and they looked at me like I had worms crawling out of my ears. But because you did, uh, but that that was here, me. If you're James Franklin, right now, the head coach of Penn State, mm-hmm. how much how far how much juice would you get if you went to Saquon Barkley? And I say juice among the rest of the country including every recruit that you ever recruit for the rest of your life, if you went to Saquon Barkley and said, you know what, Saquon, we're not going to win the Big Ten championship. We're not going to play for a national championship this year. You're too, you've are you done so much for this university and so much for this program bringing us back. I'm going to shut you down for the rest of the year to protect you and your future in the National Football League. Do you imagine how that would go over? And if I'm James Franklin, I go into a recruit's house and say, hey, man, I'll take care of you. I'll get you to the NFL if I can, and if I can, I'll make everything I can do to to keep you healthy to get there. Okay, that's not going to happen. But <laughs> I will I will say that um, I'll tell you this much: he he's probably not going to play in a bowl game. I I, think I don't. He's this year's Christian McCaffrey. He's this year's uh, uh, was it Leonard Fournette or whoever. I mean, I and there's no way I'm telling you if I'm him or I'm advising him or and I know and everybody goes crazy right they did last year you know how can you do you know part of the team you know your team listen that's easy to say when it's not your golden ticket you know absolutely when you're not not putting your life on the line out there these bowl games are rewards and it's a nice month of practice and all those things but at the at the end of the day there's very few players on that you know good old Penn State or any college team that have a chance to make the kind of money and have the kind of career that that Barkley could have, uh, or that McCaffrey could have, and I think, to be honest with you, I would take, and you make a good point, but I mean, I would almost take the John Calipari stance and say, "Hey, my job is to get you to the NFL right. healthy." You know. Now, having said that, what about the forty-one touches that he had against you know name the school? Right. I mean, it, this is the this is the mixed message here. It's like, hey, big guy, take the you know. Take the citrus bowl off, or the or the outback bowl off. I got you covered when you know you ran them forty seven times against. Uh, well, I mean, you Michigan could make the argument then we were trying to win a national championship. We we're trying. I to know, win a but it's title. just kind of we're, like it's, it's, uh, yeah, it, when I it know. suits them, they'll they'll run them into the ground. I just think, boy, over. if boy, he it would go a long way in recruiting. I think you could really use that to your advantage. Now, here's it won't happen for a couple of reasons. One, that's 
James Franklin still at the end of the year is going to as many wins as he can get. That's how many he wants. Plus, where do you draw the line, Tom? You start that, doing that as a well, coach. Well, that's right. Okay, what about what you know? What about the left tackle who might be a third round pick? Heck yeah. Or what, what about the defensive Jake tackle? Jake Butts of the uh, Michigan decided to play in the bowl game and ripped his knee up and cost himself a couple million bucks. Easy. Right. Right, but if you do it for Saquon Barkley, then you just have to do it for everybody. Every guy has get, a chance who to might go to get the NFL. drafted. That's yeah, right. Yeah, but it would be interesting. I'd like to see because Saquon Barkley's not going to shut him down. I'll tell you what I, I'm going to do if I'm James Franklin. Though, okay, maybe you can't shut him down, but okay, don't give him the ball 30 times and then throw it to him 10 more times. No, he's shutting himself down. Yeah. Well, the, I mean, and even I'm until telling you right then, now, he is. No, but I mean, they got two more games before they get to. Oh, the right, right, right. Oh, you uh, mean next now two weeks? Yeah, they don't really I, mean anything. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying like, look, we're not going. We're going to run you. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll give you the ball twelve times, but we're not going to. Although, I mean, as they all, they'll all say, look, it's a football. They're football players, and if they're going to get hurt, they're going to get hurt. Or whether you give it to them three times or twenty three times, yeah, you can get hurt on any play. But I don't know. I'd like to see him do it. I think it'd be cool. So, well, thanks everyone for listening. Hopefully, you have subscribed to the podcast. Find us on iTunes, Google Play. You can also find us at tampabay.com and on SoundCloud. You can also reach us on Twitter. The podcast um, Twitter handle is at Rick Tom Podcast. You can also find us at NFL Strahd and at Tom W. Jones. Once again, our thanks to our producer, Steve Verstick. Have a great day, everybody. We'll talk to you next time. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 